0: This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. This is um, high water. Yeah.
1: it's a few kilos in our tub today.
0: A <laughs> couple <laughs> extra kilos. Yep. <laughs> let's have a chat an open honest chat join best mates lee and jeff as they strip back everything literally and figuratively to have an open conversation about life they might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start welcome to another episode of no pants no problems
1: All right, welcome to uh, another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Welcome to a new year of No Pants, No Problems. And Vader is back hey. because we're back in the hot tub. Our billionaire bodyguard. We are back uh, <laughs> outside. Um, welcome, Jeff. Thank you, Lee. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are Excellent. you? It's a, diff- it's a very different setup. A little bit. Um. And that is because we have our first ever guest in the tub with the no pants with us. Welcome, Tyler.
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: No worries. How are you?
2: Uh, I'm not too bad. Good, good. I'm that's okay. the stock standard answer. That's, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the answer we all hate.
3: Well, no, we always, we always start with... Good, thanks. Good. Actually, yeah. I, I've, I've been better. I've been worse.
2: <laughs>
1: we always start... Jeff and I always start with... Yeah, good then spend half an hour telling everyone how, t- how, how we're how actually not growled, how shit, how shit life is. <laughs> Um, So, yes, we did put the call out last year uh, for people who might want to share their story. And then Tyler hit us up and wanted to get on board. Uh, I'm not sure if he wanted to tell his story or more, just wanted to get in the spa. <laughs> um but here he is either way and I've put a microphone in front of him. So um and I've put a beer in front of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mercury, how you going? It's so handsome. uh <laughs> Tyler, first yes. up, yes. why don't you um kind of either introduce yourself or tell us a bit about why you reached out and wanted to get on board with us?
2: Um well yeah, I'm I'm Tyler. Um I've known you guys for a little while now. Um, since juniors, yeah, since since yeah, long ago. Um, I've listened to uh, quite a few of the podcasts, the episodes, um, and just thought, you know, there wasn't um, enough discussion around men's mental health as probably there should be. Absolutely, um, And I think it's it's awesome what you guys are doing for it. Um, Excellent, thank you, you man. Know, uh, That's why we're having guests to so tell us we're awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> you just have to answer. anyone who wants to come on and tell us how good we are. We'll just yeah. accept. No, but that, it
3: is it is a really admirable thing. Really, glad thing. to be on yeah.
1: your podcast. You guys are fucking shit, so yeah. I have to come <laughs> on and make it better.
3: We've come to it up the bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but um, no, it's uh, yeah. it's it's really cool to to see more people taking interest in men's mental health, especially because it's been, I guess you could say, a taboo topic. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. For a long time. Yeah. And it's sort of now starting to get into the light and become more prevalent.
3: Yeah. It's one of the things we always say. It's, it's, boys have been taught their whole life just to suck it up. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. You just, you, you don't, you don't realize the bike next to you is struggling until he actually, until you yeah. have a conversation or it's too late. Or it's late. too late.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. Well, I think as well, what's changed recently ha- is that the conversation's not just been had with one on one. Yeah. Like, Jeff and I started with the one-on-one conversation. Yeah. And for a while, like Jeff was one of the only people that I talked to about it. And then over the last decade, um, that's changed. And now I talk to probably too many people about it. They yeah. <laughs> to hear All of my shit. But uh, so instead of boring people that don't want to hear it, I put it in a podcast so people have to consciously click <laughs> to listen. If, if to you my give a shit. shit, have a listen. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so it's great to have you here Great to be Um, here And it's great to have another person to share their story So, I guess, what is your story?
2: Um, (laughs) It's a a bit weird, actually Um, You know, not a lot of people in my life would know that, you know, I haven't really been mentally um, okay for like... Three to four years? Yeah. Um, I think the, the only person I've really told was my sister like two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. The only person who knows I've been like mentally not great for yeah. like, four years. Four, in four years, you've yeah, spoken to someone two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And now so you're on a podcast. So yeah, well done, man. Podcast, like, hey, really, why, why do you take that big leap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really get involved. Um, yeah. So right. no. There's not, not that many more. I was going
3: to say, <laughs> our, our tens of listeners <laughs> are now in, in on the little secret. Yeah, so your so.
1: sister might be one of those tens. One of the ten. yeah.
2: Um, but no it's uh, it's been a long journey um, I'm finally you know realising that I'm not the only one who's got these issues yeah and it, it's it's comforting to know that I'm not the only one yeah for sure you, um, you definitely feel
3: alone at the start when you feel oh absolutely when, when you like why aren't I happy why aren't, why aren't I the same as everybody else when you realise later that.
2: and I think it also much much are, stemmed I mean, really. from like when I went to the US yep. for college I'd Knew nobody. Yeah, and those those first few months there were, were tough for sure. Um, I met a lot of great people. Yeah. Um, and I've I made great friends along the way, but that's sort of where it started was the not knowing anybody. Yeah. Um, and actually having to spend
3: time with yourself, having to spend time with myself, reflect and, on yourself a lot more.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It was difficult. Yeah. Um, but that's that's sort of where it started, and it's been up and down since then. Uh, yeah, I of haven't course. just constantly been depressed and that's me for the last year (laughs) (laughs) but um but no that's definitely where it where it kicked off and um it's yeah
1: so yeah going on like your your college move yeah um and going essentially solo to the other side of the world yeah not just yeah not just solo but to the other side of the world yeah was that something that you were anxious about before you went
2: I nearly pulled out at the airport. Yeah. yeah. I actually... um, I I got to the airport and I was... I was okay. I was nervous, obviously, as you would be. Um, But I got there and I was like standing in front of like the the international departures or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I was like, shit, I don't think I can go. Yeah. And like, I just like freaked out and froze. Um, And then again, my sister... um, Came up and she was like, if you don't go, she was like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, if you don't go, I will make your life a living hell. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I was very anxious. It's one this. of those
3: things though that at that stage, pulling out at that stage, you would have spent the rest of your life wondering what if
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's another one of the reasons where I was like, No, I have to go. Yeah. Like there's there's no real decision to be made. I'm leaving. Yeah, for sure. It is
1: yeah, and I feel like that's with any big decision, um, and I, I've had similar, like when I quit my teaching job, which like is the most just had the most stable career for, a, yeah. like in Australia, yeah. um, to start my own business, that was huge, but I think we've talked a lot about my stubbornness. Yeah, I think because I decided I was going to do it. Yeah. Even know. though I was to. anxious, I was yeah. just like, "Well, fucking, I'm doing it." So, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm doing it. Uh, and I was helped in that. My boss offered me something for the next year that was so far from what I actually wanted to do, so that helped. But <laughs> yeah. to, but there's still, I guess, there was still for me the safety net of Shane. And my family, yeah. and having my, yeah. you know, if I did this for six months and I failed, I'd just go back and do more teaching.
3: But this is the thing, isn't it? You were you, you were going over to the states chasing a dream, like obviously, yeah, absolutely, playing, playing major league ball was the
0: well,
2: well yeah, that was that well, was the least. ultimate sort of end goal, you yeah. know, if, if everything sort of went right, um. yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't. Yeah, I'm in a hot tub uh, <laughs> in Melbourne. In Melbourne, yeah. Um, welcome, but, h- welcome home, buddy. Yeah, in
0: someone
1: else's hot tub. Yeah, not even my there, own. <laughs> in you your own hot tub uh, over there, and be much bigger but, yeah. than this. Yeah, absolutely. And but, we get much more listeners.
2: Yeah, like, in, interviewing an MLB. <laughs> Nonetheless, though, it was it was incredible. Like, like I was um, saying off air, um, it was mm. just like the most incredible yeah. two years of my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. Just not even for just the the playing college baseball aspect. It was, you know, experiencing a different culture. For sure, you wouldn't think it'd be a massive culture shock. Like it it was insane. Like going from going from Melbourne, which has got what three million people in it. Yeah, the town I was in had twenty five hundred. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, we had a Walmart and a Dairy Queen, <laughs> <laughs>
3: and you knew the name of everyone at both. <laughs> you, yeah, absolutely, I did.
2: And I think probably
1: a, a culture shock for you as well would have been like baseball is a very minor sport here. Yeah. And like we all have grown up playing baseball, we would have had so many people be like, "Oh, I didn't know you. Pl- I didn't know they played baseball in Australia." <laughs> yeah, all the time. And we're all be like, yeah. "Yeah, we like, and we play for good clubs too." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To go over there to, what I assume was a college that was pretty big for baseball. Like baseball was. Well,
2: yeah, it was.
1: But even nationally, the recognition of yeah. the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Was huge.
2: Absolutely, and um, it was. It's just interesting to see the different levels of talent there were. Like, yeah, there was some kids who who grew up in that town that went to the college and just tried out for the baseball team was just because why not they got nothing yeah. else to do it's a tiny town yeah um and then there was some kids who could have potentially like been drafted yeah and played professionally it was just seeing that like you don't really get that here yeah everyone's just sort of around the same level i would i would say yeah for the most part everyone's Pretty similar in ability. It's and what, then you might get one or two. I was gonna kids say it's though. one of but, uh, oh, yeah. that's the good kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. You do
3: have that that moment in every team or every club where you go like that guy's got something that yeah. nobody else has. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That guy yeah. can or play. Or girl. Or girl. And, and or girl. Gosh, all gosh, definitely definitely girl yeah.
2: Yeah. Um so yeah, but there was there was a really big sort of um would disparity be the right word? Yeah. In uh yeah, in skill. And that was that was interesting. That was scary. Yeah. Um like the There'd be like a tiny little white guy from the town, and there'd be like a big Dominican dude <laughs> yep. who just couldn't really speak English, and he had to go to a junior college to get credits. Like, yeah. it, was, it was just wild. But he could throw really hard. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. He yeah. could throw really hard and hit balls like 800 feet. No yeah. worries. Yep. Yep. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid.
1: <laughs> so, the anxiety that you felt mm-hmm. in going over there, yep. how did that. Was there, was there a fair amount of adjustment? period before you settled in and kind of realized how good and valuable the experience was
2: yeah it would have been like uh four or five months in where before i realized okay i can actually enjoy myself yeah yeah like it's so hard to and i like i feel for for like international families and students who come over here and don't know anyone now like it's i never really had that sort of Empathy available before, but now it's like shit, they really don't know anybody. Well, this is the and thing, it's it? scary, you're, you're, man. You're,
3: you're a, like a second generation player for a pretty well known club, yeah, in the Melbourne scene. So the guys know you from, yeah, you know, walking around, absolutely you know, changing nappies to almost to like up to this age now, yeah, one of the star players at the club, where it's
2: going somewhere else you're just another guy nobody knows just, who you just are just another guy Yeah. Like everyone's it's... like oh you're Australian you're the Australian guy like, I would be yeah. called the Australian guy for like 99% yeah, no. of my time there. <laughs> yeah. oh like, oh, the Aussie oh, oh. the
3: Aussie do you know Steve Irwin yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: oh man yeah. that was that got thrown out a lot. Steve <laughs> Irwin do you ride kangaroos yeah no no <laughs> so um,
3: I once convinced a guy that my dad was a shooer he goes what's a shooer and he's like well, you know the Sydney Harbour Bridge, right? Yeah, well when the koalas climb climb up it. <laughs> dad's there with the stick. Dad's there with the stick poking the ko- koalas while you're making him you know, oh, shoo shoo go away. Like I had a half an hour conversation with this bloke because oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shout when we, when shout out been... to the American education system, by the way <laughs> When I've been overseas, we've had, you know oh, you have kangaroos in your backyard. And we actually had had a kangaroo in our backyard. Because when we (laughs) moved out here, when we were kids, we Mm. were like right on the edge of the Western suburbs. And there was just farmland and paddocks from
3: there. I was in Ainsbury when we went over there and we literally had kangaroos in our front yard every morning. We have kangaroos like, well, we do, but it's not normal. (laughs) It's (laughs) not what you think. (laughs) These
1: English people would be like, oh, I bet you got kangaroos in your backyard. And we'd be like, yeah, we do. And they're like, oh, no bullshit. And we're like... Actually, we did. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Here's a photo. We called him Steve. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's
3: Craig the kangaroo. <laughs> Craig. And
1: they're all skippy, aren't they?
3: Yeah, apparently,
1: all of them. Yeah. So the the adjustment then to enjoying the experience. Yeah. But you said kind of, it's been a three or four year yeah thing. Is that? Something that's hung over from the the U.S. trip, or is it
2: something deeper, or what? No, it's it's something that's that's hung over from the U.S. trip. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys know as well as anybody. You can always put on a happy face. Of like, course, yeah. 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 You know, it's not. Uh, it gets to the point where it's almost like that's just how you have to be. Yeah. So I, I did that a lot. Um, and it was yeah there there was a lot of things that, oh not a lot of things but there were things that happened over there that really weren't great for my mental health um, with with some relationships um, and uh, you know teammate stuff yeah um, yeah a, f- a few things that went on that affected me um, and probably I still haven't really gotten De- through dealt with yeah um, but that's it's coming along. Yeah. It's coming along. So we're working through it. We're trying to, but yeah, there was there's a few things that happened that really sort of started off my, my anxiety and uh, my mental health issues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you, do you think being do you think the distance enhanced that? Absolutely. Because mm. even if I guess you didn't you wouldn't have said oh, I'm feeling depressed, you would have had a more accessible support crew
2: back here. Yeah. 100%.
3: So coming since you've been home. Yeah. You've said like is there like a hangover from
2: that in, in regards to like
3: putting it all online and going over there for, for an opportunity? Yeah. Was it like a do you feel like you've missed an opportunity I by f- the time you come back? Or was it is it is it that a feeling of missing out or is it just I a feel feeling like, yeah. of uh,
2: there's always there's a part of me that thinks, you know, what if you had it done something. that a little bit more? Yeah. You yeah. know, what, what if? But yeah. Yeah, you and know, I'm gonna have to live with that and deal yeah, with that. Yeah. Um, having said that, I'm content with what happened. Yeah, I'm content with having gone over there, yeah. had that experience. Um, yeah, it was it was hard coming back though, For like sure. really hard coming back and knowing that it was done. Like the the last time I pitched uh, in the US uh, was a, a conference playoff game. Yeah. And the week before, I'd thrown a 130 pitch complete game. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And so I came out and my arm was just like done, dude. Like I was toast. Yeah. And I gave up like seven runs in two innings and like just cried for like an hour afterwards. Yeah. It was because I knew then that it was done. Yeah. I wasn't coming back from that. And so that then carried over into coming home and really not getting over not being there. Yeah. Um, for for probably like twelve months yeah. I really struggled with knowing that I wasn't gonna go back. Yeah. Which sucked.
3: Yeah, because you'd you'd in two years you'd build a life for yourself. Yeah, you? absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I've made heaps of friends yeah. and
2: it was almost like a family I had over there. For sure, definitely. And yeah, I, I really struggled with knowing that I, I wouldn't go back and then I was planning to go back. COVID of course, yeah. Yep. It's been it's, it's been just isolation, a, lockdown. It's, it's it's
3: been a crazy, crazy time for the last yeah, couple of years so for sure. So
2: that obviously didn't help. Yeah. Um. But look, hopefully one day I get to go back and, and see some people. And um, one of the guys, one of my roommates, actually got married like oh, wow. two weeks ago, and I was meant to go. Obviously, oh, but yeah, yeah. COVID. Yeah, of course, of <laughs> so course. Yeah. That that sucked. But yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been tough.
1: Do you feel in time in terms of? being able to talk about it. Like, I don't know... Like, other than you, I know one person that's gone to college in the States from yep. Australia and it wasn't for sport. It was just to go. To go. <laughs> yeah. So, do you do you think part of the adjustment and part of not talking about your mental health issues is because you don't think there's someone that would understand what you're going through?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. was it was really difficult because I, at my club, I was the f- first person to go to college in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So n- there was no one really that I could bounce off and, and really say, Hey, like I'm, I'm struggling. Like, yeah. how did you deal with it? this? This was my
3: issue with what, like, what, what, what did you do? Yeah. Did you, you have the same situation? Am I alone in this? Right. Or, yeah.
2: And that, that was difficult. Um, and that's, so that's what I'm trying to do at the moment with a couple of kids that have gone over there is I'm keeping in touch with them the best I can. And, you know, saying it's normal to feel homesick or yeah, feel yeah. like you're alone, or yeah, like definitely, it's absolutely natural because you like are, you are, yeah, <laughs> exactly. basically, yeah. basically, yeah. you are. Like, it's yeah. there's it no easy way to put it. If, if
3: you panic, it's at least thirty
2: hours to get home again. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. and a whole lot more cash. Yeah, so you know, it's it's nice to be able to now having after having gone through it, to be able to to share. That sort of knowledge of of knowing.
3: Step into almost a mentoring type role.
2: Yeah, almost sort of a mentoring role for those guys that are going over. Yeah. Um, Have those
1: guys been pretty receptive to that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They've, they've, I've almost become like closer friends with them since they've left. Yeah. Because I've been talking to them more and, and yeah, Trying they, to help them through and know that, and
3: understand that you actually un- know what's going on,
2: as you said. Yeah, you, you exactly. Didn't have that. So exactly.
3: So yeah, being being what you needed, basically. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's fantastic. nice to be able to give back like that. Yeah, definitely, man.
2: Um, and it's I guess it sort of helps me as well, in a sense, know that people have struggles. Definitely,
3: man. Definitely. It's yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned to me before coming in here that you've yep. um, you've started actual professional therapy. I have, yeah. Yeah how's how's that going for you? How did you how did that come about? Was that a decision you wanted to make? Was it someone said, Hey, I think you need to talk to somebody? Or? Well,
2: yeah. Um, that was, so, um, my, my ex started going to therapy. Yeah. Um, just after we'd split up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of made me realize like, maybe I need therapy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I've got a couple of issues. Like maybe I need to, to go talk to a professional about it. And, um, I, I sort of toyed with the idea for, I don't know, two, three weeks and yeah. I was like, I don't know if I need it, like, I don't, like, all, all the negative sort of stigma around. It is that, it is hard it, to
3: get that to that point where you want to open up to someone completely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy, but it was the best choice I ever made. Which is fantastic. Man. It's it's awesome, man. Like, yeah. just just to be able to speak to someone who doesn't have that bias of of knowing you, yeah, knowing your friends or your family, whatever, and. Just sort you, of giving
3: you, you give your point of view, and they have a counterpoint that you may not have thought of. Or exactly. if anyone close to you would give <clears> you that counterpoint, you're like, "What biases behind? Yeah, it? Sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. Like Where are you coming from with that?" But if someone completely out of the picture goes like, "Hey, what about this?" You're like, "Okay, yeah." yeah I can, so I can see it that way. Yeah,
2: it's it's helped a lot, and I've I've learned some some good mindfulness stuff to, yeah. to help me out and relax me. And I yeah, I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah, definitely. it's awesome.
3: Yeah, I've been uh, getting recommended it for a couple of months now for a couple of people. (laughs) (laughs) I just choose alcohol, which is obviously, you know, really good for my self-care. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've all been. We
1: we may discuss that in a future episode. uh, How about after
3: I go to my first session? Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. What's what's
1: the white jacket for? Why are you zipping that (laughs) (laughs) up? The... It's really interesting that you said you kind of thought about it and toyed with the idea of it, that it's still... You know, we said at the start of the episode that more people are talking about it and the stigma is kind of starting to reduce. Yeah. But you still kind of thought, oh, I should go and see someone, but then still was like, oh, but these reasons not to. Yeah. Like, you knew you needed to um but there were all of these other factors yeah that were making you think that it wasn't a good idea to do
2: well, yeah absolutely it was like um
1: it, well sim-
3: similar to me mate you're a, you're a bloke's bloke you've been told your whole <coughs>
2: life that your
3: issues aren't important to anyone but you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely
2: like, there was there was a lot of of that um yeah. Coming from a, a sporting yeah, father as well, You've especially got that, yeah, you know, like not that he was ever like. Just get over it. No, no, of course not. But like, you know, even just like people around like in my life would just be like, Ah, oh, you'll be right, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. It's not that easy. If
3: you do reach out, that's a more common response most of the time. Yeah. Like, no, you'll be right, mate. Absolutely. You'll right. Yeah, you'll
2: be right. You'll be right. Don't worry, right. have a beer. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> okay. Maybe I will. <laughs> yeah, maybe have I'll, a... I'll have twelve. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah try a my day. Co- Try <laughs> my <Yeah>. coping <laughs> resin mechanism. What do you mean you lost a week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I think I think that brings up the interesting other side of things that I think there needs to be a lot of change around people who are receiving the approach. Yeah, of course. Like if we approach someone, do they necessarily have the tools to be giving advice or knowing how to answer or knowing when to give advice and when to listen? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I think for a lot of people... The default is you'll be right or it'll pass or whatever those kind of cliche answers are. Well, the whole
3: I'm here if you need me
1: needs to change to what do you need.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? And nine times out of ten, you don't actually know. Sometimes, like, Mm. I've come over here and just sat in the corner, watched Lee do whatever he's doing just because... I needed to be away from whatever situation I was in and I needed to be yeah. somewhere I knew I was comfortable. You know, yeah. like, like we have the conversation all the time. Do you need me to solve it or do you need just to be away from it? I mean, yeah. You know, do you need to vent or do you need, you know, what, what's what's the solution you're after at the moment? Nine times out of ten, it's like, mate, I just need five minutes. Yeah. Just, just need Yeah,
1: something. and I yeah. think that here if you need, and we've talked about it, here if you need, it, it needs to change to... The some the approaching of are you okay? What can I do? What can yeah. I do Rather do? than waiting until the approach happens, the here if you need thing. But then also, yeah, like you said, what do you need? Yeah. When that approach does happen, it's all very well to say here if you need. But if someone does come and go, I, oh, you know, I'm feeling I, shit. Actually, I do need. And to you say, right. oh, yeah. you'll be right. Yeah. Then you're not really there. <laughs> 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 it's not really what anyone needs when they're feeling like that. No, yeah. not at all. So having said all of that how are you feeling at the moment?
2: Um
3: uncomfortable with two <laughs> two, two naked men in a tub. No. I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's uh I I'm not too bad actually. I I have had a like a rough 5 weeks. Yeah. Like really really bad 5 weeks. Um But I've I've, I've gotten better. Explore
3: that a little bit for me. What do you mean?
2: Like, back five weeks, you're talking anxiety, depression. Yeah, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression. I'd wake up in the morning and, like, instantly just feel nauseous. Yeah. Throughout the whole day. Yeah. I didn't really eat for, like, two weeks. Yeah. I had, like, a meal every four days. Yeah, yeah. Just because... I dropped, like, 10 kilos just because I didn't eat. Because you knew you had to, not because Yeah, absolutely. And and whenever I would eat, I'd just, like, feel nauseous and feel like shit. Yeah. It sucks, so... I didn't really look after myself. Um, I was going through a lot with my now ex girlfriend. Um, yeah, just really didn't want to get up in the morning. Yeah, would have a shower and just be like, "Why this sucks?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I just don't want to do anything. I want to go yeah. back to bed. Like, yeah,
3: hundred percent get that, mate.
2: Yeah, so it's 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 been it's been tough dealing with that breakup. Um, you know, we weren't together for very long, um, but. I think time necessarily measures success. No, um, you y- know you're invested. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if you're invested, what, what difference does it make? Exactly yeah. right. Um, so it's it's been it's been hard, but I I know now it's just a, a process of getting through it. Yeah, and dealing with it, and trying
3: to find that light.
2: Trying, yeah, trying to find that light where I know, okay, this is where I can be. This is where I'm going to be. Yeah. And yeah. right now, I'm just sort of working through that, and and trying to get to that stage. And <clears throat> sorry, I've have, I've have amazing friends and family, and and workmates. Like work. I've got a massively yeah. big support group that have just been awesome. But that's
3: the thing. It doesn't it, oh, it, coming personally. Like I know I've got you know a hundred people I could call if I needed them mm. in my darkest time. But in that moment, you don't. No to Absolutely. reach out. You don't know how to reach out. You don't know who to reach out to. Yeah, I've always had Lee as my backup guy. Like, if I can't talk to my wife or whoever, I'll yeah. give Lee a bell and just go, "Mate, I just need someone to chat to." Yeah, and that's been our friendship for you know the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. and you know we fight with our significant others and yeah. call each other and abuse each other. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. Get out what you can't. Nothing better. Get, get out what you can't say to a person that's going to cry about it. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I think what you said about having support people is really good. Hmm. Um, and even if, like you said, you've only really talked about it to your sister. Yeah. But you you clearly know that you have supportive people
2: yeah, around I've, you. I've only really opened up to my sister and, and like one, one mate really, um, only even sort of half opened up to him. Yeah um but i know that i've got the support there because i've told people that i'm not okay yeah i haven't necessarily gone into detail but i've said hey like i'm really i'm, I'm struggling yeah and you know they've they've been supportive like coaches at, at baseball even um my boss at work though at one point everyone was like dude are you okay like You're super quiet for the last like week. Usually, you're like outrageous and loud and just talking heaps of smack. (laughs) But you're just not yourself. Like, is everything okay?
3: You can definitely pick up on personality changes
2: for sure. And so that that was comforting to know that people actually notice. Yeah, and people actually care.
3: Yeah, for sure, man. That's great.
1: I think for a long time people have noticed. Yeah, but I think more recently people are. Acting on the noticing Yeah, definitely Yeah And You know, that can Vary I know sometimes <laughs> I'll just go to people and like, you being shit What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes I'll be like Like, are you okay? Yeah Like, I don't think Things are alright Yeah um, Or in my case
3: Hey, you feel like shit. Stop doing the same thing every day, dickhead. Yeah, well, that, that's our most <laughs> okay. recent conversation. Okay, mate. Sorry, it <laughs> <laughs> will be an episode about that soon. <laughs> very cool. Very cool.
2: Um,
1: so, yeah, I think it's something that we've talked about on the podcast before, and I've talked about a lot as well. Is that there? There are support people around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you? yet had a kind of negative reaction from anyone that you've opened up to
2: uh no not yet i'm sure it'll happen at some point it's almost a a given to happen that someone's gonna have a sort of a reaction that's not necessarily positive um but as yet it it hasn't happened and when it does happen i'm gonna be like oh that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, the majority the, will be. That's
3: the, what have you got to be sad about people that are the really hard ones to deal with? Yeah. You know, it's like, like, oh, you, you yeah, work you, full you, time. You've got and, this, you've got that, you've got yeah, this. What have you, you got to be sad about? Yeah. Like, I got I, friends I, and I, family. I don't, and I don't control the chemicals in my yeah, brain. I <laughs> like, yeah, you know, if I could, I'm sad, man. Like, If I could smash some serotonin
1: in here, like, I'd be all over that. Yeah, It's awesome. I'm just sad. Yeah. just I'm just sad. Let me be sad.
2: Yeah, But yeah, so no negative reactions as yet. That's good. Um, I, yeah. I think
1: for the most part, I think we're moving away from more negative reactions. I think yeah. there's either going to be positive and supportive reactions or... She'll be right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> she'll be right, mate. Neutral. I don't really feel comfortable or equipped it, to it talk is, about this. It, Let's yeah. move on. It
3: is, it is the thing though. Like, I'm really good at dealing with your problems. You're really yep. good at dealing with my problems. But if someone completely out of the blue calls you up and is like, "Hey, I'm not she 'she'll be right, mate' type of guy," but to know where you need to start on that yeah, level, and like, sort of like, how much are you willing to open up to me for me to be able to actually give you advice and help you, or is it just you need to vent, or like, what, what exactly? It's you know, like saying, Like, what do you need from me? What do you actually? Yeah, and it would yeah.
2: be hard to give advice to someone if you haven't heard from them for. Five six years, like like if I randomly had called you up one day before coming here, and I'd be like, "Hey,
3: Joff, like, what's I'm really sad. Help, yeah, what's going on? uh, Please help me." Hey, man, you're like, yeah. So
2: (laughs) so what's going on? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like you you wouldn't know how to deal with it, which it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's
3: it's more, yeah, just being open to to the to. Like who you can ask is a big, big thing. Like who you, who you feel comfortable opening up to. Like Obviously, we've known you for a lot of years. Yeah. You've listened to the show, so you've got to know us a bit more as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. So it's a case of, you know, you could come here. This is a safe area to tell your story, tell, yeah. to let people know what's going on. Definitely. But you know, we, we don't want to pry too much into your story as well oh, at the same course. time, because this isn't just us having a chat. It's going out there for whoever to listen to. Yeah. The tens of listeners, the according tens, to you. tens of yeah. listeners, yeah. I
1: haven't checked the stats in a while.
3: Oh, we had about a hundred last time I checked. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. Come I like on. it. Shout out, shout out to my mate in Guam who listens every week.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I love check that. If we can go to we can go to Guam.
3: We're coming over, Grim. We're coming over, mate.
1: It's nice and tropical. Uh, he, he's a
3: ripping dude too. So we'll be get, we'll be all right. Over. Yeah, right. We'll go to Guam. <laughs> Why not? World tour. World tour. Yes. <laughs> world tour. <laughs> hit to Guam. Get a hot tub. Ready. Bring the hot tub <laughs> with <Yeah>. us. <laughs>
1: get Grim to get a hot tub ready, Done. and then we'll be over there as soon as the borders <laughs> open. Yeah, we'll be there. Um so yeah I think this has been a really good start to our guests and I think one of the things you just mentioned then Jeff is that no us knowing us doing the podcast creates this safe space yeah um and it gives you know people like Tyler and everybody else listening the idea that people are out there uh, and I think we've found in the last 10 years that we've been more open about our mental health that more and more people... percent yeah. It, even before the before, podcast. Before the
3: podcast, people knew they could talk to us about it because we were more available to talk to about
1: it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And I knew, I knew that was a thing. It's the same, like, after I... Within the year after I came out, mm. three guys came out to me. Yeah. Because they knew... Like, and I was the first guy they came out to. Yeah. Mm. Because they knew I was safe because I was in the same situation. So I think that's the other side, as well as the personal side, in terms of benefits of opening up and discussing your issues. There's clearly the benefits for Mm. other people. Yeah. That we're starting to see from the podcast. Um, And you'll start to see Tyler I think the more you talk about stuff mm. and so it's been great to have you in the tub uh, it's been great and to be here. chatting to us uh with no pants on <laughs>
3: is there anything more you'd like to cover off before you get into it mate or
2: not really like it's 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 good to be able to like you said have that safe space yeah. and you know if if this can even encourage just one person to open up to someone beautiful yeah. job done like yeah, that's perfect yeah that's it man like honestly it's, it's think, hard to reach
3: out i was gonna say i think what you've done with these kids now being that mentor yeah is using your experiences and giving back to the community man that's what we're all about Like that's, trying, to, trying to find some way to use your bad for someone else's good and that's perfect man. if so, i can help one that'd person, be a good yeah. that'd be a good therapy for you too like yeah, no, no, just knowing that they don't have to go through what you went through. yeah is definitely a big, big, big thing as well just, just being like, there for them and helping yeah, out man sure. if
2: if, if any of this could just, like, even one person, that's that's successful. Perfect, man, perfect.
1: So if, uh, this is a bit of a question without notice <laughs> to wrap up. Um, if you were going to give one piece of advice to someone who might be listening, who might be struggling with something, um, what would that be?
2: One piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um Interesting.
3: Here's your sign-off line with no notice whatsoever. I love it. Um,
2: (laughs) Way to put me on the spot. Welcome to the deep end. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As much as it might hurt, um, speak. Yeah. You know, as as much as you may think, um, you know, you're alone. You're not, and it's hard to understand. Believe me, I know. I've been there, but. Man, you're you're not alone. Every yeah. not not everyone, but 99% of the people you would know have, have been there. Gone, have gone through so, something for sure. It's hard I understand, but speak. For sure, man. Definitely.
1: Excellent. Great way to finish. Thank you, Tyler. Thank
2: you very much for having me.
1: Thank you, Jeff.
3: I am always a pleasure, mate.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Uh, Make sure you've hit subscribe, as Matt will tell you in the outro. I don't need to do it, but make sure you do it. Give us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify uh, and tell your friends. And we will be back with more next week. Ask us about our fridge magnets.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole Heyhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.